You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? Hello, welcome back. Hi sisters, how are you? What is going on? I'm Scout. I am Maddie. And we are the sisters behind OKSIS podcast. This is true. Yeah. IRL. I know we've tried to ban that word, but I'm just going to say it one last time. Great. Thanks. We are sitting on the comfiest of couches right now. Our mom just got a new couch from Restoration Hardware and it is goals. I feel like I'm, it's not the cloud uh, couch, but it feels like I am just in, in like a, in like a uh, bath of lotion. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm just slathered in comfort. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know about lotion, but I, I get what you're putting down. Okay. Um, I would like to, I have an announcement. Oh, what's your announcement? Are you a CBD believer? No. Oh. So my announcement is that I have exhibited the most willpower of willpowers. Oh, what did you do? You and ate I, banana chips today. And I, what? You ate banana chips today. That takes a lot of willpower to not eat banana chips. I'm confused. Okay, keep going. Never Why mind. would not eating banana chips I was joking. It was a joke. Well, I was going to say you didn't exhibit willpower because you ate banana chips today. But why is it bad to eat banana chips? Because we weren't eating them because of keto. Yeah, but we're not on keto anymore. I know. So then it's fine that I eat them. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm so just kidding. Okay. The joke did not land. Okay, so um, I am still not going to Coachella. No shit. There was a point, there was a week where I was really, really struggling. I had a very, very internal conflict about it, but I... Will not be there. I will not be in attendance. So last year I went with Mads and I had two you, anxiety attacks. We've already talked about this in in length. Oh, yeah. So I'm definitely not going to Coachella. So, but I had finally decided that I'm not going for sure 100%. And then, of course, my man, 
Kanye West has decided to show up on weekend two for Sunday service at the last minute. Are you still a Kanye fan? I am a diehard Kanye fan. Even though he's crazy now? I don't care. You, of all people, should support him due to mental health issues. Yeah, but... You, you are not but, your mental health. No, but that's not true. Be, being I mean, an yeah, asshole being an does asshole. not mean just because you're mentally ill, you get to be an asshole. This is very true. Um, I guess I'm just choosing to forget the things he's done in the past. Okay. <laughs> but regardless, um, I asked Scout if she knew about Sunday service, and she did not. Which no, was I don't so know about shit, man. Really embarrassing for all of us involved. Um, just to recap, if there were people out there who are just living under a rock, like Scout, it is a Sunday service that Kanye puts on with a gospel choir, and he sings essentially his songs, but it's very, like, religious and culty vibes. It's at Kim and Kanye's house. It's invite only. Just watch it on Khloe Kardashian's uh, Instagram uh, Instagram stories. It's it's pretty remarkable. And then does Northwest, he sing Jesus walks? Yes, of course. Oh my god! Cool. And it's like a whole harmony and like a extravagant performance. But Northwest every Sunday service, she wears like a new cute outfit, and she is just in the front and center dancing her little tuchus off. It is quite the sight, and it's very cute. She's adorable. Yeah, she is. She is Kanye. Yeah. In little girl form. It's Aww. scary. It well, is scary. she grows up to not be an asshole. She's going to be kind of egotistical, though. I mean, I don't know if egotistical tendencies get passed down or not. Mm, I think she's going to have a big head. Well, she's a... I mean, look at the circumstances exactly. that she's born into. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, you could just watch her little tuchus. Hopefully, she makes an appearance at Coachella. We don't know. But anyways, they're going to be there for Easter. They're making religious cool, religion cool again. Not sure I'm going to get on that bandwagon, but I would love to be present for Sunday service. What would you do if you got invited I, to I, a Sunday service? I would. I, would you I, take me? There's no. It's invite only. If I was the only one invited, I would go alone. <laughs> I can't bring a plus one to Kim and Kanye's house. Oh, my God. Oh, my I God. I see where your allegiance lies. Oh, dear goodness. Okay, anyways, moving. Uh, oh, uh, in more Kardashian news, Kourtney Kardashian finally dropped her Poosh lifestyle blog. I wonder where she came up with that name. Um, it's what they call Penelope. Oh. Yeah. Got it. That makes more sense. But the blog has nothing to do with Penelope. I haven't checked it out yet, to be honest. I know what it is, um, but I haven't checked it out. There's articles such as how to look good naked. Okay. How to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like what her like natural skincare routine is. It's kind of bullshit. Okay. Yeah. That's but you know, know what? Courtney has a lot of time on her hands, it seems like. And this is how she's channeling her energy. Okay. Good for her. Anyways. Okay. Um, we have to talk about our experience. Yes. At Heyday. So, oh first, my God. Well, first of all, we in this episode, you're going to hear an interview with Amy Duncan, who is the founder and CEO of Moellens, which is a natural CBD company. And they just partnered with Heyday to create this CBD facial. And it uses her products. And it's a 75-minute facial I mean, they they do. I mean, they do exfoliation. They do extractions. They do this like very hydrating um, CBD mask to kind of reduce inflammation and swelling. And they give you actually a CBD shot right before you start, so you're like in this meditative state the entire facial. And wowza! Okay, so let me just talk about my experience for a second. I had Jenny. Huge shout out to that lady. She is fucking unbelievable. 
Um, I literally left that facial. Maddie can attest to this. I was on a high. I was like, I have never had a facial that great in my entire life. You were buzzing. I was buzzing. Okay, but get this. So in the middle of my facial, I was like, is this chick doing Reiki on me? Because it felt like I was getting Reiki done and I'm a big Reiki proponent. And I asked her after, I was like, hey, by any chance were you doing Reiki? And she's like, no, but that's crazy that you asked me that because I'm actually looking into getting my Reiki master. And I was like, girl, you have the touch. I was feeling your energy. It was wild. Oh, dear God. I think this is the CBD talking, but yes, no, I No, in the middle of it, I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm getting Reiki on my head right now. I think it might have been the CBD. But okay, the, yeah, she did seem very lovely. I had Olivia... Also very lovely. We talked about Crystalia for like half of the facial and it was miraculous. Um, she said that she would listen to OK Sis. So hi, girl, if you're listening. Um, but wow, if anyone is interested, head over to Heyday in um, the West Hollywood location. It It is quite the treat. The CBD was great. We took this shot beforehand. Was I was all about it. Yeah, it puts you, re- it puts you right in the mood. It puts you right in the mood. Yeah. That Moellen shit is good. Yeah. Oh, and it smells so good. Oof. Mm, also, mm, Amy mm. is super scientific and knowledgeable about CBD and yeah. cannabis. And so it was really great to hear the scientific background of CBD and how yeah. she's so focused on that aspect of it to provide the cleanest form of CBD possible. I think that's super admirable. And also, you know, it is very trendy. And we talked about this in the interview. It seems like it is a fad at the moment, but you don't get that you don't get that from her she is doing this she has created this company and because she saw a hole in the market and she saw there was a need for something that was more natural and she has such an extensive background in um science and and these uh lab lab works yeah like it's she it really is rooted in a more um knowledgeable knowledgeable base so guys and she's just an angel she really is. She is such an angel. I, it was just really great to sit down and talk with her and hear her passion for the cannabis industry and to hear her passion for CBD and how CBD has been able to help so many people. I mean, I talked about CBD being great for my anxiety many times. Um, that facial really took the edge off for me. And I loved – so the the CBD mask they put on at the end was delicious. Delicious. Yeah. So, anyways, go to Heyday, get that CBD facial, get your chill on, and clear up your extractions at the same time. Look at you go. Just get that glowy, gleaming skin. Dude, my nose was like free of blackheads for like 12 hours. I know. They're all back now, but yeah. yeah. Back. But it, it for was a ni- moment there, they were it gone. Was nice. It was nice while it lasted. My nose looked beautifully pure for we a have, second there. We have perma blackheads on our nose. Perma. There's nothing like, perma. you can do to you know, but get that shit out. Do you know what actually really works? This, like, I'm serious. Bior strips. Bior strips really work. They take Ugh. out like a hundred at a time. Like, okay. my Bior strip is covered when Ew. I use them. Oh my god, I'm gonna vom. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm just trying to give a tip to our listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot tip, hot tip. Use Bior strips. All I right. put them all over my face, too. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> not sure. Not sure that's I got blackheads everywhere, girl. Okay. Um, All right. Well, enjoy this episode. Amy is an angel from heaven. And And don't forget your CBD. And don't forget. Oh, yeah. Just take some CBD. Relax. Chill out, girl. Listen to this episode and feel good. Yeah, there you go. Love you, sisters. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. 
when I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Amy Duncan founded Moellens, a conscious woman-founded CBD company in 2018. 
With a background and expertise in biotech, cannabis, and genetic lab testing, she was inspired to launch Moellens as a result of her husband, former MLB pitcher, being diagnosed with a brain tumor and the lack of clean CBD on the market. Her journey of finding purpose through illness and growing a cannabis business while navigating life is truly remarkable. Without further ado, Amy. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're such an angel. You do have a very angelic presence about you. Doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like I just took CBD like talking to you. I know. Oh, that's so perfect. (laughs) Right? It is. You radiate CBD. You radiate that CBD, girl. You're awesome. (laughs) I mean, I do have quite a a bit of it in my bloodstream, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Amazing. We should have taken some CBD before. I know. I'm actually, I'm out of CBD right now. I need to get some ASAP. I mean. Yeah. I think I can get you the goods. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Ron Carn Fixations. Of course. As okay. Always. I'm going to start and make you proud. Wow. Okay. I just bought a new cleanser. Aww. I fabulous. Put, I put down some money for a nice cleanser. I don't know if it's called Is Clinical or IS. I think it's IS Clinical. IS Clinical. Mm-hmm. It's the cleansing complex, I think it's called. And. I got it because one, Shawnee Darden, who we've had on this, on the podcast, celebrity, celebrity esthetician, she recommended it. And then we went for facials and the the esthetician recommended it. And I was like, you know what? I think this is calling my name. And I got, she yelled at you for using Cetaphil, which she yelled at me for using Cetaphil to get you off that. I know. I know. So, and honestly, I'm loving it. It makes my skin so smooth. Like I love the way it feels on my skin when I'm washing my face. Um, so that is what I'm currently fixated on. Nice. Yeah, I was into that for a while. Um, the reason I went off of it is it has salicylic acid in it, which is good for acne, but I use so many more actives in my other steps in my process. So I just use a super gentle cleanser, like just more hydrating. Oh, well, I'm like overdosing on salicylic acid then because I I use the Dr. Dennis Gross acne eliminating pads. That's 2%. Have you used an oil cleanser? I so I, I double cleanse. So I do an oil cleanser and then I do that's my oil cleanser. Is oil my cleanser. favorite. Which what which one do you love? So I love the one love organics, Ooh. the enzyme oil cleanser. It it's my favorite thing right do now. You, but it's not my fixation. It's just okay. one of my Got favorite things. <laughs> do you do another cleanser after that, or you just that's just the it? oil? And actually, if I'm like if I'm out of one of my favorite products and. You know, I need to like hydrate before I go to bed. I'll actually add some more onto my skin. It's like a moisturizer. I don't know if yeah, that's illegal, like, but it's it's oily. It feels like hydrating. Yeah, mm. I love so an oil I need cleanser. to get it, and maybe I should get an oil cleanser too. Okay, so I'm getting back into the skincare game. I left <laughs> oh it for a little bit because Mads sent me a whole list of stuff to do, and I did it, and I broke out even more. So I was like, "Fuck okay, this!" Can you like stop? No, telling that story that's what happened because i'm very educated and it should have helped you so i don't well, know what's wrong with well you. now i'm like st- i'm doing it the right way i'm adding one product in at a time yeah that's yeah. the right way to do it add yeah. one product in it at a time you. and figure out what works really do my research i just ordered the bio oil for scarring yes Jamie Lee said it, and yeah. also I've been seeing it everywhere. Me too. Ever now. since she said it, it's everywhere. So apparently, it's this oil that helps with uh, scarring. And I got major scarring issues. You you should put CBD oil on. Ooh, I mean yes. You should put the one for all on and use the one for all as a cleanser too, because it's an oil. Okay, I'm down. Yeah, I'm so down. And You'll that's like probably it. super calming. 
I've been dealing with redness lately. You I mean, you see too. this, it's like oral hormonal. You look beautiful. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Mads, you're beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've just been trying not to wear makeup because it just seems to irritate it even more every time I do. But um, I mean, when were you wearing makeup? I know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know why I just said that. You but have like great skin. I'm like covering the chin part with the mic. So no, you're not. <laughs> but thank you. I just I take such good care of my skin, but the hormonal shit has just been it's been an issue. Been on a, the podcast. It's been a journey. It's been quite the stress journey. Stress doesn't help. Like I think like the more no. stress we have in our bodies, our our face just breaks out. Yeah. You know? There's so many factors. Hormones C B D to calm the stress. Will the hormonal acne go away? Oh, I bet. Yeah, I'm gonna bank on that one too. I need to. S- I need to get into. C- okay, we're gonna get into CBD. Okay, I, what's I still your current fixation? Okay, my current. <gasps> Ooh, sorry, a phone just. Oh, fell okay, and we're good. I was like, what was that? We thought something bad happened. <laughs> okay, my current fixation. I just binged the hell out of this show. Have you guys heard of Shrill? No, no. Guys, okay, so who's sh- in it? Aidy Bryant. Oh, yes, I've heard of it. Yeah. You don't know Aidy Bryant? No. Okay, so oh, she's, she's on from SNL. SNL. She mm. is hilarious. So it's a show on Hulu, and it's um, a sh- it, it follows Aidy Bryant as this character. I forget the character's name, but um, and how she kind of recognizes her own self-worth and gains confidence as she kind of seems ostracized from society because of her weight. Um, and that's kind of like a through line of just kind of her regaining that confidence um, in herself and how she looks and how she feels and presents herself in the world. Um, it's so silly, but so impactful and intentional. And it's only six episodes, so it's super easy to binge. Only six episodes? Yeah, it's weird. It's very short. That is very short. Yeah. That's nice, though. Yeah, it's a very good, like, it leaves you wanting more. Um, and I'm just rethinking my whole connection to Aidy Bryant I didn't really Mm. like her on SNL and now that I see her it just makes me realize that she has so much more potential and she's just I want her to just leave SNL and go into all this full time like she's so amazing yeah good for her because I feel like she doesn't get the respect that she deserves on SNL yeah and there are some there are some scenes in that show that are just iconic and you'll know exactly what I mean when you watch them like that makes you like teary-eyed and just like so cozy i love that especially now when it's a you know woman movement exactly exactly okay Uh, mine's a little bit different um at the beginning of this month i actually got rid of my car so you live in la i live in la i live in west hollywood now so moving up from laguna beach to west hollywood you know in orange county you needed a car so my lease came up in the end of or beginning of March, so I got rid of my car. So my fixation right now is um, the birds and the limes. Yes, I refuse Have to go on ever them. I, ref- about this? I refuse to go on them. <laughs> I am I am terrified Have of them. Have you tried them. the ones where you sit? Not on the yet. Seat? Okay, Not that yet. Freaks me out. So the scooter ones. Y- I will say they've gotten my ankles a few times. I wasn't great at stopping. People would honk at me like like if I rode it to Soho and then I was leaving. I would hope that it was out there by the tree when I came back out. And then my friends would be in their car and they'd like honk at me and I'd look over and like almost crash, you know. Yeah. Um, but now I just love it, like getting out and 
brings me back. I feel like a kid again. You know, I just hop on my scooter and I go. That's exactly how I felt when I started doing it. I was like, I feel like I'm a kid riding my bike yeah. down the street. It is. Okay, well, I don't even know how to ride a bike, so I'm not getting on that scooter. <laughs> yes, but you, but they said you don't do anything. You just stand and it goes no, for you. That's so they slow. go really fast. They go really fast. Yeah, that scares Once you get the me. hang of it. It's it's when you're like crossing major streets. That's when it's like a little yeah. hard because you're in the traffic with everyone. But when it's just like on side streets, it's so nice. It's really nice. And my first ride, I actually rode with someone. So what? a friend of mine, we both got on it. And that, it was just hilarious. No. I don't know, but no. it was hilarious. Oh like the whole God. time just laughing. So if you're scared, maybe get on it with someone. Well, and then kind of transition you. to no, yourself. No, I am not getting on a bird with you. <laughs> Thank you, but no. I feel like a helmet is required. But anyway, that's my current know, fixation. The that's the problem is that no one's wearing no helmets. One like, you can get really hurt on those things. You really For sure. Can. I fell on one, I can attest. Well, you also had a drink or two in you. Like so. a bottle or two. Yeah, yeah, so that yeah. that's that. Yeah. I write it sober. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, as you should. I, I would, yeah, I yeah. would. I would highly recommend not writing it bird. after. Don't burn and drink, kids. Yeah. Don't burn and drink. Oh, okay. Let's get into CBD. I can't wait. Yeah, this is going to be a good one because I first found CBD about a year ago, and I was using it for my anxiety, and I was like, "Holy shit, this stuff works so well." Mads, on the other hand, has been a little bit of a skeptic about it for a while, um, but I think she's starting to come around to it. So we want to hear from you. What is CBD and what are the benefits? So CBD is one molecule in the cannabis plant, and it can be derived from either hemp or marijuana. So essentially, when you look at a, the plant growing, like we're all familiar with what marijuana looks like when it's growing. Hemp is very similar, except it grows more like tall and bamboo-like instead of this big bush, which marijuana grows. Um, but basically, the way that you get CBD is you extract the trichomes or the molecules, that, the sticky resin from the leaves and the buds that come off of the flower or the, the plant. And then you get a few molecules, 100 plus molecules coming off into the oil. And CBD is just one of those. And then the other molecule that we know really well is THC. And that's the one that gets you high. And then CBD doesn't get you high. And it's used really for finding balance in the body and for a slew of other uh, beneficial properties. So the reason we don't know a lot about it, right, is because since it just became legal, is that what it is? And like that's where like a lot more research is being uncovered and things of that nature yeah and why we don't know about the other because this is just one as you said one molecule there's i don't know how many there are but there's multiple yeah i mean it's really been a movement for probably the past 10 years growing and growing and growing um the reason why we hear more of it now is just i mean legalization has definitely impacted it on the marijuana side it kind of state by state was opening the door um to both cbd and thc products And then as the 2014 Farm Bill Act was really what opened the door to hemp cultivation, um, legal hemp cultivation at at the federal level. And then each of the states had to come around and say, here's our program for cultivation of hemp. Um, And then the 2018 Farm Bill Act passed in November of last year. So as legalization kind of makes its way throughout the country at the state level and the federal level, it's been opening up the door to access Um, whether it's a CBD hemp-derived product or a marijuana product. And I think also at the same time, people are experimenting 
with different types of products and you know the results that they see and feel from a hemp derived CBD product is real compared to like the turmeric supplement that they've taken for years or whatever other like yeah. root or plant based um, herb. And so when something is that impactful in people's life, it starts to feel like it's becoming a trend, but really kind of behind the scenes, it's been a beneficial plant for many, many, many years. And what are those benefits? Well, I mean, as a wellness company, just like any, you know, non-medical or pharmaceutical company, we can't make medical claims. So if you go to a CBD company and you want them to talk about inflammation and about anxiety and depression and pain and all of those things that people bring to us on a daily basis, we are not allowed and our products are not cleared by the FDA to diagnose, treat, or cure. So those would be considered medical claims. So coming from the healthcare industry and medical device and biotech, you know, it was, it's a very fine line. And, you know, all the people on the team, they have to be familiar with what they can and cannot say because we definitely want the products to be accessible and available for everybody, and we don't want to classify ourselves as a pharmaceutical company. That is so interesting. Is. So I'm just going to go on the record because you can't. And say that CBD <laughs> significantly helps my anxiety. like, And it also significantly helps pain. So I was getting a Brazilian wax. And I took CBD like right before I laid down on the table. And about like halfway in, all of a sudden, it did not hurt as much at all. And I could actually bear it. And I was like, holy That's shit. crazy because that is extremely painful. Yeah. I mean, it would still hurt, obviously. Yeah. But it was... It was so no, much I'm more kidding. bearable. It's not unbelievable, but that is a strong pain mm-hmm. that it can come come back. Yeah. I think I just think I don't. I haven't tried the right CBD because I had like you know pe- these coffee shops are now putting like shots of CBD in your coffee, and I and but that like I, it cancels it out because of the caffeine. Yeah, not, I was like, it's not, it's I feel like this good. is a placebo effect. Am I feeling this way because of this? I don't know. And I. I don't suffer from anxiety. Um, I also like don't have trouble sleeping, so I've never seen the need for it. I guess. When do you feel stressed? Well, yesterday I could have used some. CBD. Yeah, yesterday you could have used. Some <laughs> I CBD had like girl. a meltdown yesterday. She had but a no, meltdown. I think, I think like in the middle of the day, around like two or three p.m., I get like this spike of mm-hmm. stressness, mm-hmm. and it's not like unbearable, but it is a spike, and I can yeah. feel that. Um. And then I just think when I'm overwhelmed, there's a lot of things going on. There's so many products yeah. out there and you really don't always know how much CBD is in those hemp products. Mm. So really knowing um, the laboratory report of the product or actually being able to read the label and see how much CBD is included. When you look at a hemp derived CBD product, it may be labeled as hemp oil, hemp extract, CBD oil, and you should be able to see how many milligrams per milliliter are in that. And there's about 20 drops per milliliter. So if you don't know necessarily, if you only have a milligrams per milliliter and they're asking you to take a full dropper full, you know, you still want to know how many milligrams you're taking. So how do you do quality control when it comes to your CBD products? So we manufacture in our GMP and FDA registered facility here in California. And then we manufacture another one in Golden, Colorado. Um, And all of the raw ingredients, when they come in the door, they're all lab tested. Um, That includes not only the CBD oil that we use, but all the ingredients. 
So we test the raws, then we manufacture the product, and then we also attach ev- test every batch um, on the back end for microbials and for um, concentration potency, and then stability testing as well. So there are strict wow. guidelines that we follow for you know consistency in all the products and just making sure that they are pure, clean products. That's what I love. So I, I guess I'm a little confused by that. You started Moellens because you couldn't find a clean CBD line. But what does clean CBD mean? Like to me, it seems like it would all be clean because it's a plant. But am I probably totally wrong about that? No. So I started the company. I was actually running the genetics laboratory, and we had done. We were primarily um, in physician laboratories or physicians' offices, and we tested a few tests called pharmacogenetics, basically looking at how you metabolize certain medications. So you could swab the inside of your cheek and then extract the DNA and look at how you metabolize, say, a Xanax, for example, whether you're a poor or rapid metabolizer, and that then impacts the dosage. Um, So we did that type of testing, which was a new age test. It hasn't really been commercialized. They still don't use it in every doctor's office, um, primarily because insurance didn't cover it. Um, And then we also looked at, like, BRCA1 and BRCA2 testing, Um, so hereditary cancer, and we looked at carrier testing and prenatal testing. And then we also looked at toxicology, um, which is looking at illicit drugs in your system. So people who um, either were in a pain management setting in physicians' offices who get on narcotics or um, prescribed narcotics, and then also, like, treatment facilities and anyone in, like, the Department of Transportation or the healthcare industry with random drug screenings. And the technology utilized in toxicology testing is um, LCMS technology, so mass spectrometry, and that actually overlaps in the cannabis space with some of the testing that they do on the cannabis plant. So in 2016, the CEO said, let's look at becoming a cannabis testing laboratory. And in Irvine, there weren't any. In Orange County, there were only a few. And so we were on the quest to really become that staple in Orange County for um, for cannabis testing. And cannabis testing is looking at the profile, so cannabinoid and terpene profile of the plant. That's where you can see how much THC, how much CBD, how much CBG or CBN, those other cannabinoids we don't talk about, how much of those are in there, and then what terpenes are present. Terpenes are responsible for like the aroma and also some of the feelings that you feel, whether it's an elevated or a more relaxed and calm feeling. Um, And then they also impact the taste a bit. So um, we tested for, we were looking to test for those and then also residual solvents, which are left over from the extraction process. And then uh, microbials and heavy metals and pesticides. So I was studying that lab portfolio to launch that at the laboratory I was running. And then on, in parallel to that, I was going out into the industry and studying the industry from a consumer perspective to see what products were out there. And from that, my husband really wanted to take it. I mean, every day I was talking about the project that I was doing, you know, and how next year we were going to move into cannabis. And we would go to the dispensaries and we would look at the ingredients and the products on the shelves. And at that point in 2016, there were hardly any regulation for requirements for lab testing. So you couldn't go in and actually look at the label. And so when that happened, um, you know, he would ask to take products and I'm like, I'm sorry, you only have two to choose from out of the whole, you know, 80 products that the dispensary is carrying. 
So I was a bad wife for like a second, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then um, I just started to really develop and a good a good knowledge of the plant, but also a passion for the plant and for the the audience or the community that was myself, you know, whether they were helping a caregiver, a, a loved one as a caregiver, whether they had a family member that they were trying to find something that was, you know, not riddled with filler ingredients or flavors or synthetic fragrances and things like that. And so that passion was kind of like brewing inside of me. And I was in the healthcare industry for nine years. And so I saw it from my husband's perspective where he just wanted something that worked and I was like so far on the spectrum of wellness that I was like, oh, you only have a few to choose from. So in October of that year, his brain tumor returned. And um, when the brain tumor returned after being gone for four years, it really flipped both of our lives upside down again. And I said to myself, you know, I think this is the opportunity where I need to walk away from the lab and take something that I'm really, really passionate about and have deep scientific knowledge about. And I need to walk away and start my own company. Wow. What was that process like that moment when you were like, <laughs> I'm going to start my own company and leave this job that I've been dedicated to for the past few years? What, what, what kind of emotions did that bring up? Things are very black and white for me. Clearly my outfit's like black and white <laughs> today, too. but... It's very black and white. Um, I had the thought come into my head immediately as soon as the brain tumor returned. It was like every moment that I'm here on this earth, I want to be doing what I love. And I knew that what I loved at that point was, you know, cannabis. And of course, you know, my husband, but in my personal life and Amy's life, I loved cannabis. And so, um, you know, it immediately came to my mind, like, you need to do this on your own. You don't need to be doing this and going to work tomorrow at seven in the morning. And, um, so I sat on it for a couple, like probably a week and then got my husband squared away with an MRI and we knew what chemo I was going to take. And, you know, everything on that end was squared away. And then I remember I just texted the COO and, or the CEO and I said, let's go to lunch. And, I met him at this small fish taco stand, like right at our place, like shop right across the street from the office. And I sat down and I just said, I'm leaving. Wow. And he's a good friend of mine. So he understands. And any entrepreneur who is meeting another entrepreneur who wants to go start their own company, I mean, you support them 100%. I, I can't say he wasn't shocked, but he was happy for me. Yeah. And I think, you know, we had mentioned this earlier, like CBD seems like quote unquote such a trend right now. And there are so many products out there. And I think that's also what has inhibited me to start exploring is because I don't really know where to start. Mm -hmm. But hearing you talk about, you know, one, your expertise, obviously, in this field. And it feels like you're so passionate about the science and the actual logistics of it. It makes me so much it makes me so much more trusting in your product. Listening Thank to you, you talk, my husband's a scientist. Listening to you talk, I literally all I'm thinking is Adam is gonna love, love this episode. episode. <laughs> He's like He's so a biochemist, really so yeah. scientific, awesome. like you. You guys' brains are the same. Yeah, so he's definitely gonna love this. Episode. Yeah, <laughs> where does he work? Uh, he is a grad student at Scripps Research Institute. Cool. Yeah, he's getting his PhD. Amazing. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Um, I'd love to connect with him. Yeah. Oh my God, for sure. I'll do that. That would be. He would love that. 
Um, I want to talk a little bit about your husband and, and, and your journey with your husband having a brain tumor. And mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about it before we started the podcast, his inability to speak right now. Let's say someone's listening to this who's has a loved one who's going through something similar. What would you what would you say to them and what advice could you give someone who might be walking down that same difficult path? Yeah, it's been very, very challenging. Um a year in he was diagnosed a year into our marriage he was diagnosed with the the brain tumor. And so we have never had I guess what most people would say is a normal relationship or marriage. And to see someone he was a professional baseball player and had 60,000 people on their feet cheering for him and won a World Series. Um, and so to see someone like at the top of their life and then faced with, you know, having an illness that's really stealing your personality and your identity and I guess you can say your self-worth or your self-image um, it's very, very challenging as a caregiver and as, of course, it is for that person. And so, you know, my relationship, we were very, very tight. You know, it was never a girl's trip for me. Like, I operated and we both operated out of fear. We were constantly together and um, we enjoyed it. We enjoyed our time together. We made the best of it. Any chance we got to go on vacation or to hop away for the weekend we would and not everybody has that luxury so we were really fortunate in that in that space um but I think that the bit the biggest thing that really resonates with me kind of looking at what I've been through in my life is that every everything that I've been through and that we've been through together has made us the people that we are today and you know, the patience and the empathy that you express as a caregiver is off the charts. And I think it's important too not to lose your identity and make sure that you still remember that you have a life to live and that you, if you, there are things that you want to accomplish, ask for help. And, you know, every day that we're here is precious. And so... Just make sure that you treat everybody with kindness and you do care about yourself too. Yeah. I think I think that's such an admirable quality and something that we need to remember. As we had mentioned, we had just lost our stepmom to cancer. And seeing my dad take on the role of caregiver and it seeing was how much it affected his life. And, I mean, it, it when she passed away obviously we're all devastated but it was this sense of relief just because it's such a it's so much Mm -hmm. and it's all people encompassing and people Mm -hmm. don't i i just i had never seen cancer so close so i had never thought about that about Mm -hmm. the people surrounding the person and how much it directly affects their lives so you saying that you know you you can't lose your identity like that's i think that's so important really important and i think that'll touch a lot of people Yeah. yeah well last year I mean, I launched the company in March of last year. Oh, wow. And so it's been one year now, which is crazy. Wow. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. So in October of last year, um, you know, it's hard to, when someone's going down that path of um, really their health deteriorating, there's a lot of like lashing out to the people around them. Um in just like subtle ways even, you know, and so it just got very challenging for him and I, 
Um, and he really didn't, he, he loved Tucson, Arizona, which is where he's from. And his dad's retired and, you know, the quality and the pace of life for both of us is quite different, you know, after you retire from baseball and he did a show for ESPN radio, a a talk sports talk radio show. And now he has trouble speaking. So once those things started being stripped away from him, it became more and more challenging for him to find a, you know, um, a good balance and, you know, pace of life out here in California. So he did move back to Tucson where he really loves and, and he's with his dad every day and he looks at the mountains and goes out and walks, you know, hikes and goes around the golf course and, you know, every day he's, he's really at peace with where he is. And I would say that our love has changed and evolved and it's like a love that's letting go, um, which is, we don't argue and we talk and FaceTime quite often, but I live here in LA and he lives in Tucson now. Yeah. That must be so challenging, especially as you said, you just started this company and it's booming. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so extraordinary what you've built so far. Um, I can only imagine how hard it is not to be able to share it with him as much as you probably want to. Yeah. It's just a different, different priorities in life, you know? Totally. So Oh, my heart oh my is God. heavy. I'm like going to cry. Oh. I mean, it's, you're so strong. It, you're oh so God. strong. And to see what you've built with this company is so, so admirable. Thank you. Um, Thank I want to talk a little bit more about the company itself. Yes. Um, kind of tapping into the entrepreneurial spirit of things. Um, what do you do when you reach a point in the company where you're feeling overwhelmed or discouraged or want to give up? How do you overcome that and continue on down the entrepreneurial journey? That's a good question. Um, I would say that giving up is not really, it's not in my vocabulary. Very nice. Um, that thought never creeps into my head. Like I would, yeah, I mean, never. Never creeps into my you head seem to like give up. You like a very up. resilient person. Yeah, I've yeah. been through a lot. And, you know, when I see kind of the door opening in certain areas, I've always been uh, been able to, like, pry it open and keep going. So, yeah, I would say that there are always challenges with the business and just being nimble and being able to toggle things on and off, never putting your eggs all in one basket and, you know, having not necessarily backup plans, but just, like, um simple yet complex strategy if that makes sense like knowing where we want to take the company is one thing and but with an ever-changing industry you need to be ready to steer a few different directions if necessary so we've been lucky and and diligent in finding our niche in the wellness space and our collaborations and partnerships with like-minded brands have kind of catapulted our success so we'll continue that and um just a few missions and giving back this year and also bringing the community closer to the soil. And so really from soil and from the plant to extraction, to formulation, to manufacturing, we really want to tell that story and share more behind the scenes of what we do, because I think that's key in education and really getting people comfortable with not only Moellens as a company, but with the CBD and the products that we produce and really our 
company culture and ethos. Can you actually talk a little bit about the the products that you have? Yeah, I was going to say, because it's, it's not yeah. just ingestibles. It's topical. Yeah, we have topicals and ingestibles. And really, when we formulated, we want the pro- one of the products to be very versatile. So I always say that anything that you put you know, on your skin, you should be able to eat. Um, but of course that's not across the board with all my skincare, but it is across the board with what we formulate. Um, so we make inner peace is our, I say it's our baby product. It's really where we introduce the science and my background into the formulation of that product. So it's a nano blended product. So we use a uh, nanotechnology to actually break down the CBD particles. And when they're nanoparticles, they can be easily absorbed in the body. Um, so basically when you take us the inner piece as a nano blended product, it is like taking an IV of CBD. So rather than taking a full dropper full, it should probably start with like two drops and work your way up because one milligram feels like 10 milligrams in the body. Gosh. Oh my God. Hit me up with that. Hit me up with that. I need to. Hit me up with that. I'm getting some Moellans after this. I need to figure this out. Because I just, I don't even know what I'm supposed to feel. I, okay, disclaimer, I hate being high. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hate being high too. So that's why I know it's not the feeling of being high. But I don't know why I just still associate it with it. You shouldn't with inner peace because there's zero THC in it. Yeah. Like okay. zero THC. So, what, is it, so, so what does it feel like? I mean, it really takes the edge off of you. Like if okay. you're stressed out and you just feel like your mind's racing, there's a lot of noise, you're looking at, you know, your calendar, or your emails, and you're like, I got to do this and this and this, and then it starts swirling around. CBD kind of clears out all the noise and locks you in for focused productive energy. So okay, that's so you're still productive on it. Oh, it's 100%. Like okay. See, that's what I'm scared of is is that I'm going to be like drunk or something. I don't no know. way. <laughs> no, you're not drunk. No. Okay, okay. It just like alleviates. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't make you like turn you into this drastically new human being. I okay. wouldn't say that that's the feeling. So if you're like if you take it and you're wondering when am I going to feel this? I would say that's the wrong approach. Okay. Think of it as at the end of the day, you're going to look back and say, that was a really productive day. And you know what? I'm looking forward to tomorrow rather than, dang it, I didn't complete that task that I was supposed to do. And now I got to do that all tomorrow. It's like almost shifting the mindset. mindset. Yeah. Which is why I love it for anxiety so much because it just, yeah. just mellows the anxiety out. So, I mean, no I... No spiraling. Yeah. It just, I mean, I... W- when I take it for anxiety, I take a lot um, <laughs> because my anxiety is quite high. And what do you take? You do you take in your mouth? You yeah, the drops. Mm-hmm. I've tried a few different brands. I have some that I like more, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get yours. Yeah, inner peace. Yeah, inner I'm gonna peace. get that one. Okay, that one is whether it's because social media has really uh, grabbed onto that one mm-hmm. um, and catapulted the success of it as well. Um, but it's really a unique product to. 99% of products on the market are not like inner peace. Amazing. And can you take it in the morning or when do you recommend to take it? I like it in the morning. Okay. Some people say that, you know, they have an opposite effect. They're like, it doesn't lock me in and get me productive. It puts me to sleep. Sleep, right. So it's really very individualized. It's like an adaptogen in a sense that yeah. it's going to work differently for different people. Mm-hmm. That's why you should start small because, you know, 
if you need something in the morning to kick off the day and get you on a good, healthy track, um, I would like it to be inner peace. I think everybody should try CBD in their lifetime. I would love for it to be inner peace in the morning and then maybe a higher amount, a few more drops, a dropper full at night um, to kind of relax and calm. Right. Just to unwind at the end of the day. Exactly. Okay. So we need to talk. You mentioned social media a little bit. We need to talk about your branding because it is <laughs> impeccable. Impeccable. Thank you. What's the inspiration behind it? How'd you come up with it? Tell us all about it. You know, it's crazy because I had this vision for what I wanted to create. And then it was finding the right partner to bring on board to build the brand. And um, I work with an agency out of Montreal. And it's funny, though, because the talent left right after my brand was launched. And so it was almost like handcuffed me to make changes to the site or to the products and from a creative angle. And in a sense, that's a good thing because I'm a Gemini. So I probably would have made way too many changes that were not required. But um, yeah, it's funny because I went to this agency, just had a few people reach out after the brand launched and then they would speak with me and they would say you come through your brand like when I meet you and then I look at what you created it is like it it resembles you and it's like it has this you know friendly yet modern um yet trustworthy vibe to it and that's exactly what I wanted I love it okay so now I want to talk about the brand partnerships you've done so you do have a facial at heyday which we will be yes. going to soon um so talk to us about like how that came about because i love heyday i'm a member so i love it there yeah um how did that come about why is putting cbd on your face good yeah All that. well we worked on the partnership with heyday for about four months we did some collaborative events with them to kind of build the community and see if this was of interest to their community Um, We do an event called Is CBD For Me? And that's really education around basic CBD knowledge and how do you incorporate it into your day-to-day? How does it make you feel? Things like that. So we did some of those with Heyday and um, also educating around CBD for the skin. And so in, I guess it was February, we launched at the Heyday in LA. And that was a 75-minute back-to-balance facial and they use the inner piece on the skin. They actually blend it with the carrier oil, um, with a cucumber aloe oil. And then basically it's um, an, the nano blended product absorbs amazingly into the skin. And they do a facial massage to start. It's incredible. I, I mean, the best facial massage I've ever had. And I've been to spas around the country. Oh my God, we are so excited to try oh this out. God. And then they use, so they do that, and then they use the CB, the Keeper's Stash, which is our CBD-infused avocado honey. Yeah, wait, can you eat that? You can eat that. And then they Holy blend shit. it with a little bit of cream cleanser, and they warm it and apply it with a brush to the skin and let it sit on there for 15 minutes, which is, like, heavenly. And I, the best comment... Um, that we've had from someone who visited, they put on their story that after they had the facial done, 
they did the they did an Insta story and she said I thought I had a filter on and I didn't. <gasps> okay, that is goals. That's oh like God. the best. That is the I'm like, best you are an angel. <laughs> you don't need the stupid Paris. You don't filter. need the subtle filter. The subtle filter. That's what it is. Oh my Isn't God. that funny? That's incredible. That I love is, how that's like the best compliment. No, that is the best compliment. It is. Everybody can relate to it. Exactly. I mean, let's be real. I know. So. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm assuming it reduces redness, inflammation. Like, what are some yeah, other dip- benefits? Yeah, it diminishes the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. It's, like, very hydrating and moisturizing. Yeah, it has more antioxidants than vitamins E and A. So, it's just very, very good for the skin for just overall anti-aging. And So, amazing. do you have – so, I know you, you could use one of your products as a cleanser, but do you have, like, actual skincare products with Moellans or is that something yeah so the one for all is a topical um oil so that one actually I came back from Bora Bora Tahiti and I had this scent and it was I was like oh my gosh we're formulating with this scent I was so excited and my fragrance alchemist is like that's a synthetic fragrance so we had to recreate it with all natural botanicals which is like gardenia and alang-alang and tonka bean and peru balsam it's just amazing scent so a lot lot of the cbd products out there you smell like the eucalyptus or menthol for you know joints and you know rubbing on your knees or whatever and um the one for all is really good for face and body but you're you're gonna get this delicious like incredible scent from it all about a good scent yeah so that one that's the one for all and then i do have a face serum coming out and then a true honey mask. So rather than using the honey and having to blend it with something else and warm it, it's a true honey mask. Oh, Amazing. yes. Um, all that sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. I need everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I am One of the reasons I'm so fascinated with the cannabis industry is that women have really been pioneering this. I mean, women are jumping into this space left and right. And I think that is so incredible because it's just uncharted terrain that women are able to kind of make a stand in. How do you feel as a female in the cannabis industry? What What's your experience like with that? Yeah, I've, I've networked with some women in the industry. Um, I've, I really love that women dominate the industry of cannabis. It is diminishing, um, cl- declining, I should say, as these larger companies move into the space. I think in general, women can do anything. And so... I don't know if it's because it's a new industry that women, you know, decided that this would be where we kind of stomped our ground. Um, Or if it was because a lot of women were using cannabis and then they said, you know, legalization was turning the corner and they were like, let me just take my passion, turn it into my my pleasure, my business. Um, I have gone to some like California Cannabis Industry Association and uh, National Cannabis Industry Association events and met quite a few women in the space. And it is really nice to sit down with women, whether it be um, women who own companies in the space or they invest in women entrepreneurs in the space. And the community of people and of women that are running the cannabis industry is refreshing. And in general, the cannabis industry is very refreshing. That's so great to hear. I love that. That makes, that's so interesting. Yeah, it's like uh, it's kind of like this new. Even though you said it's you know been around for ten years and it's just I think really gained momentum in the past couple of years, but um, 
it's true. Like women, if there's just like an open field, we kind of just like dive in, which is so yeah. cool because it's so unexpected. Because usually when you think of cannabis, you think of a guy, like you think of a you stoner think of a guy, stoner, yeah, you know what I mean, a frat boy or like whatever. Yeah. Um, but women are totally shattering that stigma. They are totally rising to the ranks in this industry, and it's so amazing to watch. I know it's killer. Yeah, it's killer. Okay, tell everyone where they can find Moellen's. Um, can they only do it on only buy it online or are you in certain stores? We actually launched with Urban Outfitters. What? <laughs> and, what girl? Uh, yeah, so that's happening Holy in a few shit. weeks. Is that their first C B D product? Um or? so they ha- they're going to turn on a few brands. Okay. Um wow. very cool. Officially four twenty they launch in the stores and Sounds then right. online <laughs> um could come any day now. So Amazing. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. And then we're in Hugh Kitchen in New York. Um, we're launching with them. They carry the one milliliter of inner piece, which is really, really nice just to grab and go. And most everything else is online. We do have some partners, you know, throughout the country, smaller relationships, which we love as well. Um, but we love our online community and socials really, really a fuel for that. And the stories that we hear like touch our hearts every day and we're very, very grateful for what we've been able to accomplish and what we have coming. How big is your team? Um, so we're a team of five. Wow. And five internally and then our partners rounded out to about thirty. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Bravo, girl. You're a boss. You have converted me. Oh, thank you. She hasn't even tried it. I haven't even tried it. I'm ready. You'll love it. I really get the can I get um can I get it at Heyday? Yeah, you can. They do purchase. You, they have retail at Heyday too, oh, okay. so they Perfect. use it. But yeah, you can get whatever you want from me. Oh, oh well, there, there you go. go. There we go. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, okay. okay, so where can everyone find you? Social, all that good at stuff. At Moellens, M O W E L L E N S, and Moellens dot com. And then I'm Living Duncan. That's Living my social. Duncan. That's very cute. I love it. Oh. And you can find us at OK Sis Podcast. Thanks, sisters. Love you. Thank you. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together